0: Hey everyone, I'm Josh Loftus and this is the Everyday a Monday podcast. The podcast where we talk about everyday people doing everyday things in everyday churches. Whether you're a pastor, a plumber, or that person that thinks it's okay to listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving, this podcast is for you. This is where we find value in the trenches of Christian life. Welcome to Every Day a Monday. And with me in the trenches today, I have a very special guest. He's the pastor at Substance Church in Ashland, Ohio. He's the voice and talent behind the music of Joy Electric and Said Fantasy, and he's one of the co-hosts of the Happy Rant podcast I have the Right Honorable Reverend Ronnie Martin with me today. Mr. Martin, how are you doing, sir?
1: Hey, man, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on today.
0: Yeah, well, it's great to, great to have you. We really appreciate it. Um, before we get going here, I'm going to just right off the bat throw you into a counseling situation, right? So I invite you on the podcast. I'm going to throw you into a situation here. Oh, man. Okay. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And the question is this. At what point in the year... Is it okay to start morally? Is it okay to start playing Christmas music? <laughs> I'm going to throw the word "morally" in there because I think this is a moral issue. Well,
1: it just <laughs> keeps getting earlier, doesn't it? I, I feel like people are not uh, respecting traditions. So here's how we do it: we uh, we we begin full time with it the day after Thanksgiving, which is affectionately in our household known as Tree Day, because that's when we do all of our tree decorating and Very our house cool. decorating. So that's when it starts full time. And I right. and I'm such a Christmas guy that it, it just that mm-hmm. that full time literally means it's it's going pretty pretty around the clock up until Christmas Day. Right. But uh but because of that, because of of house because of how how you know unique it is to have that kind of music during that season for that entire month to have it kind of going, you know, in October and you know early November, it would just take away from, you know, I think the general you know, uh, gaiety of the season as, as Charles Dickens would say. You know? Yes.
0: As Charles Dickens would say, <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, I completely agree. Thank you for settling that argument. I will uh, be sure to tell the people that I'm right. So, well, we settled it yeah.
1: between us. I mean, it's, well, but it's that's a, fair. it's kind of a, it's a, you know, the whole Christmas in July thing. And now you got guys, it's like, you know, October 1st and they're, you know, they got their tree up and they're tinseling the the, you know the staircase yeah. and it's like um I, I feel like there should be a law against that
0: well it's yeah. kind of turned into you know those people around the neighborhood that just keep their lights up year-round because uh, in all honestly they're probably too lazy to take them down it's become just kind of that normality like oh no that's okay we're actually just in the spirit of christmas all year round
1: i know and it's right? incredibly offensive isn't it it's incredibly <laughs> it's, offensive <laughs>
0: It's incredibly offensive. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's nothing much more than offensive than that. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. Well, I appreciate you settling that at least between us. I will make sure to pass on the words of wisdom to those that need it. Uh, Excellent. Mainly my wife. If we're gonna okay. be honest, she's. <laughs> 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 it's always it's always a yeah time of tension right around Thanksgiving. Oh, but that's okay. I'm sorry. I'm we sorry. work through it. We work through it. Good. Good. Um. So, Ronnie, before we hop into the topics here, can you just give us just. A quick bio of who you are, what you do, um, married, kids, what you do for a living. Little known fun fact: Just tell us a little bit about you, my friend.
1: Yeah, so I've been uh, I've been married to Melissa almost 25 years, uh, and we uh, about 10 years ago we uh, well we also have a daughter who is uh, 23 years old. Very cool. Um, she lives and works in Denver, and of course we're we're in Ohio. We're in mid Ohio now. Yeah. Um so yeah we moved to we relocated from California to Ohio almost a decade ago and we ended up planting now uh you know getting ready to plant our third church here and um so God just kind of brought me out of a long Sort of a long run in the music industry, uh, making records, producing other records, um, running a record label at one point for a few years, Mm -hmm. uh, going on tour, doing all of those types of things that tend to go with that territory, and then brought us into ministry, um, well, gosh, at this point, almost, you know, between 15 and 20 years ago, and then, uh, you know, just slowly kind of uh, opened up a pathway for us to, uh, you know, become church planners, and And uh, so that's what we're doing now full time and we're doing a lot of work with the church planning network that we're part of called Sojourn and Mm -hmm. we're really involved in the denomination that we're part of the Evangelical Free Church of America and so we we just have a, um, I just have a plethora of things that I'm doing. In terms of ministry and church planning and everything that's that's tied into that, yeah. So
0: very cool, very cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. So being the pastor there at Substance, uh, planting your third church now, which is fantastic. Oh, um, what uh, what what would you consider being uh, both the the best and I want I don't want to say the worst, but perhaps the hardest <laughs> part of being a <laughs> anybody who's in ministry knows. Yeah, yeah. Don't say worst, <laughs> but the best and perhaps hardest part of being. Uh, being a pastor there and perhaps being even a church planting pastor? Cause I know that brings a yeah. lot of different, uh, a lot of different, different mentalities to it.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's a great question. It's, it's, it's hard to answer too. I, you know, the, the blessings of pastoring, you get to enter, you get to enter into people's lives. You get to enter into their pain. Um, you get to preach the gospel, you know, depending on your giftings and the kind of pastor you are. Um, you know, for me, um, man I, I really enjoy uh, preaching I really enjoy you know uh, pastoring other pastors um, that that's just a joy for me I really really enjoy that I think I think some of the hardest I think I think one of the hardest things about about this is just the, the fear that goes into um, just this role in this position and you carry a lot of weight and with that weight comes a particular kind of fear that can sometimes you know blossom and grow. Grow wider and taller in your life sure. until it becomes this, uh, you know, this this monster in some ways. And so I think, I think the fear and the inadequacy that comes uh, for most pastors, especially ones that are planting and they're, you know, they're having to do everything, you know, at some point until they, mm-hmm. you know, they can grow to a place where they can start bringing people in, you know, whether it's a staff or you know, a lay staff. And so you're you're wearing so many hats. And there is just a, uh, there's an overwhelmingness to it that I think really um, just causes, you know, your fear meter to be, you know, pinging quite a bit. And so I, I think that's been one of the hardest things for me is just the, the fear and the weight that compounds the fear. Sure
0: so pastor now uh career in uh in a successful career in the christian music industry um give us just a little bit of how christ found you i don't know if you grew up in a christian home or if you had kind of a date and time where you point at we're like at this point my eyes were opened (laughs) uh which some some people do i don't some people told me i'm not saved but i'm not gonna take that right um uh, give us just 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 a little bit of how of how christ found you and what that process looked like for you
1: yeah, and that's man. That's that's a good question. Uh, you know, my my parents. Uh, I was born into a Catholic family and uh, okay. in Southern California, and uh, my parents uh, definitely did not know the Lord. Uh, my mom actually, um, through uh, really just the sharing of the gospel of her of her neighbor, who became a close friend of hers, uh, shared the gospel with her, brought her to this church, and my mom ends up uh, getting saved. And then about a year later. Uh, my dad, it, it, my dad was saved as well. And then at that point, uh, our, our, you know, I'm, I have an older brother and sister that are about 10 years older than me. So we have this strange family where older brother and sister, and then it's me. And then my younger brother, two years younger than me. And then a, a younger sister that came along six wow, years so after
0: right in the middle. <laughs> I'm the dead middle guy. <laughs> you're the dead middle guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: And and I say, I put the word dead in there on purpose. Yeah. But. Yeah.
0: No issues there. Whatsoever, no, not right at all. Not at all. That's it's just
1: coming out in every area of my life now. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh but the the dead middle guy, but what was interesting about it was both my brother and my sister my older brother and sister were out of the house at a young age okay. and so really from about the age of seven on I was kind of the old the oldest you know of my sure, other my brother sure. and sister, so the rest of my life was just kind of spent being like the older kid in in the house yeah so it was kind of it was a strange dual existence in some ways but nevertheless uh the the household my older brother and sister grew up in was a lot different than the one that that i I grew up in right so mm-hmm. um mom and dad come to know christ and then everything changes and Mm. we just get immersed just totally and completely and fully into church culture so everything is church i mean everything is christian so christian music Christian yeah. church, Christian school, Christian clothing, Christian food, like Christian yeah. every Christian, <laughs> Christian branded everything. Christian food. <laughs> you know, I mean it was you know. So is it like
0: like stale and kind of off brand? Like is that what <laughs>
1: Is no that, it's uh what, it was, what are we talking about here christian well it food? was it's so it's like the it's like the early eighties right and mom yeah. is like we're not eating sugary cereals or like so oh. she's everything we're going like wheat bread and we're we're oh. doing everything more natural and and all this stuff so it's so that's why I call it Christian food you know
0: nothing about that jesus would sign off on i't i don't, I, like. I really-
1: i really believe he wouldn't um yeah. but uh so everything kind of changed and that okay. that's what kind of formed our lives and then around seven years old i you know I had a You know, I think I had a—you know, it's hard to say when you're young, right? But I think I had a legitimate, uh, you know, conversion experience with Jesus. And I I recognized (laughs) sin and the cross. And and I think, um, you know, my life was really formed from that over the next probably uh, eight or nine years. Mm. And then, you know, just went—had some dark valley times in my late teens um, up until the time I— I, I got married in my early twenties, and then God did sort of another like revision and a revamping work, which He mm-hmm. tends to do, where He sort of drags you out of your nominalism, and sure. he, wa- he wakes yeah. you up. He kind of kind of slaps you across the face, yeah. and wakes you up, and you feel that conviction, and yeah. and uh, you know you're you're brought to some tears, and you're, you you don't want to keep living the way you're living, and it's so in some ways it's 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 either proof that you were always already saved, or maybe you're just you're being saved yeah. in that moment. too. So yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, there, <laughs> there had been fruit in my life uh, over the years in some areas. So I, mm-hmm. I really don't know. And I, I'm not really too concerned about it, but, yeah. but the Lord started doing a work uh, early in my wife and I's marriage that just continued. And then, you know, again, eventually brought us into, to ministry. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, Christian food, <laughs> I'm going to have to start looking into that because that's, that's, that's interesting. Like we need, we need to get our own brand. We need to start. You know, you got the Western Family brand, Kirkland brand, uh, Christian brand, Christian um, food. I, somebody, somebody
1: is somebody is missing out on millions so upon. There millions. There is an opportunity you know? here, people. Hundred percent. People
0: will buy it. The T-shirts 100%. will flow.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so, Ronnie, give us. We're going to transition a little bit into just kind of the main yeah. point of the podcast, which is uh, bringing back the importance and value of of serving and getting plugged into mm. the local community of the church. Yeah. Right. Uh, and this is the question: is is what what is one aspect of your church, their substance, uh, that you really, really appreciate, really, really value, and that if uh, if it was your first Sunday, it would be this thing that that would make you come back?
1: Yeah, no, that's good. That's really good, man. Um, I think for us, it's hospitality. I think we uh, yeah. we we led with hospitality. Um, it's um, from the very beginning. It was let's be the let's be the warmest. And the mm-hmm. friendliest uh, church uh, in our town, if we can, because a lot of the experiences that you that you hear about happening. I mean, I went, you know, I've been at this church for four months. Nobody said hi to me. Yeah, um, man. Yep. I, I come in, I walk in, nobody looks at me. Right. And so I remember when we were, you know, when we were first getting ready to plant, and we we're having all these conversations, you know, about our vision and you know our values, and and I just I just kept hammering away at that. Yeah. And, um, and I said, hey, we need to be an inviting and a welcoming church. It doesn't mean we're going to agree with everybody. Right. Um, but the one thing that it's going to be hard for them to be upset by is, is hospitality, is kindness. Um, so the, the world is going to have a really, really hard time pushing back on you because you're too <laughs> yeah. kind to them. It's true. Um, even though you may disagree with a particular position they hold or a lifestyle— or or something um, that you don't in good conscience can't you know affirm because of scripture, um, yeah. and so to me it was like let's let's be warm let's be inviting let's be friendly let's show the love of Christ through um, sort of this lavish generosity of spirit yeah. and do our best with that and so I think that's the thing that sticks out and that and when people come that's usually the thing they talk about this is this is one of the friendliest places and i immediately felt at home that's always music to my ears you know and again yeah. they're going to hear the gospel you know in the midst of all that of course but just right. knowing that they that they feel like immediately they have family um i think is has been pretty key for us
0: yeah no that that's fantastic to hear you know especially in the i think in in some of the more some of the more reformed culture i guess you could say and the mm-hmm. circles that we run in uh we have we we have a tendency to uh to add hot sauce to the gospel when we don't need to, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it's 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 already offensive enough. Uh, we don't need to add our own our own spices to it, right? And well, uh, you know,
1: it's interesting you say that because it's we we have always you know bringing up the R word. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. We had uh, we had somebody once call us. They said you guys are reformed light, and I said. <laughs> That's kind of a Christian food analogy, I guess, yeah, in some hey, ways, right? Oh,
0: man. Okay, I'm writing these down, man. <laughs> I, I, it's, the t-shirts are already printed. They're, they're, they're already printed, already right? They're reformed printing. light. Yeah, but, it's like um, that 90s t-shirt campaign. With yeah, stealing, oh, the worst. Stealing, yeah. stealing people's logos. Yes, yeah, okay, yes. go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: this, this blood's for you. <laughs> Um, no, but, uh, but, but I took that as a compliment, right? Because I, you know, we don't, we don't wear the R word, you know, we don't have a cape with, with a big capital yes, R, right. you know, kind of, yeah. we just, it's That's always good. been, it's always been small R reformed for me. It's just going to yeah. come out in the preaching and I never used right. the word or any of that. It really comes out in yeah. our s- soteriology and, and, you know, big view of God, sovereignty and those types of things, grace, yep. you know, um, yep. but it's, uh. But it's interesting because, yeah, I don't want that to be um, I don't want that to be a, a preventative marker of our church. Right. Like, man, we just we hold so hard to this doctrine that it makes right. us hard. You know,
0: first church of Calvin. Right? Yeah, 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. Exactly. So. No, no, I completely agree with that. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really, really good um, out in the Seattle area. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, service outside of the church is not really a thing that happens. Uh, it does in in many churches for sure, but it's definitely not kind of the overwhelming view of the church community and service and getting plugged into church is not it's just not on the top of people's list. Right. And it's not even something that when they think about church, uh, sadly, it's not something that's like, OK, we're going to go to church Um And then the most important thing that we can be doing is getting plugged in, is is getting to know people, get into the small groups, get into the community groups, get into the service opportunities, because that's how we grow. Right. And that's how that's what the Lord uses. So how would you go about counseling somebody or encouraging somebody who comes to you and says, you know, Pastor Ronnie, I just I don't I don't see the value and i don't understand why it's important to get plugged in and to serve in church right i don't understand why that's something that is valuable to do what where would you take an individual that that comes to you with that with that concern
1: well yeah I, gosh you would you would have to say well you 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 must uh you must read the new testament and and you know the gospels and you know you know kind of chart the course of the life of Jesus and really disagree with the way he lived at that point then you know <laughs> <Right>. um <laughs> you know I, I mean I think it's just it it has to you know when when we have been you know when 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 the Holy Spirit enters our our hearts mm-hmm. you know upon regeneration you know there's there is a love for Christ that is that has to flow out you know, into a love for one another and then a love for our neighbors. Yeah. And so um, there's something we, we got to dig. We got to go a little bit beneath the surface and find out what, what's, what's going on in your heart for you to think that, man, there's nothing inside of you that feels any sort of draw or, mm. you know, um, compulsion. And, you know, I would say that in a good way, right? Compulsion is probably the wrong word, but to, to love your neighbors and to, right. and to serve right. your your church family. So I, I think that there's, there's going to be something there that, that needs to be addressed, Um, And, you know, there might be, um, you know, there might be some hurt there. There might be some woundedness. There's probably some fear there That's saying, hey, if I put myself out there, um, there's an opportunity and a risk for me to be uh, rejected or hurt. So I would want to unpack that to the best of our ability and say, hey, you know, this is a this is a safe place to serve and give yourself away to other people. Um, and again, that doesn't mean it doesn't come with pain because all serving comes with, with pain, right. and uh, and we see that you know in the way that Jesus served us, it was incredibly painful, you know, yeah. in the very end especially. So uh, I don't know if that answers your question. But, no, it does. Yeah. It does
0: fantastic, right? And that and then that leads into like once once that's unpacked, and once you begin to, to to show the individual the 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 joys and yeah. and the pains for sure but 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 such the the joy and the encouragement that comes with being in community with each other right um we can begin to foster both good motives and bad motives for serving i know in my life i've had moments where my service, uh, in, in church was pure and good. And then probably 90% of the time it's a bad motivation that I'm in there serving, whatever it is, whether I, you know, it doesn't matter serving on the music team or, or yeah. serving in hospitality, whatever it is. Right. Um, what would you say are some both good and bad motivations for serving in church?
1: Yeah, well, I think, you know, a lot of it is, a lot of serving can be guilt driven, We Mm -hmm. feel like this is what we're supposed to do, and so we there. Here comes the better use of the word. We do it under compulsion, you know, um, rather than you know, you know, with with a gratefulness towards God and just with a you know a heart that that's overflowing with thankfulness and just wants to you know recognize that everything I have I don't own. I'm a steward of these things. So that includes the gifts I've been given, the, the money I've been given, the time I've been given. So man, how can I how can I use that for the kingdom? And, um, so I think there, there's, but that even in and of itself, because you're hearing the guys on the platform every day, you know, kind of, you know, again, we're not a Baptist church, so I'm not, I'm not killing everybody every week with that stuff. So I don't, I don't have that obligatory Baptist thing where I got oh, to pound the pulpit. and I got to do all that, you know, but for all of you brothers that do, um, and by the way, let me just mention that, man, so, so many great things happening right now with the whole Baptist thing and sure, you know, so, yeah. so, many, so, so many so many, encouraging movements. It's a great time to be alive and be a it's Baptist. It's a great
0: time to be a Baptist. Oh, man, you know, those Baptists got it going on. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for that one, but anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I will too. We'll go down together.
1: <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, so I think I think guilt can be a, a massive motivator. I also think um, you know, especially people that start serving in ways that are a little more, um, you know, a little more visible. You know, there can be a, sure. there can be an, yeah. you know an ego attached to that, and then we start to identify with with totally. you know who we are, our position at a church, our title. You know, hey, I'm the guy that leads worship. I'm on the platform. I share. Right. I'm on the platform more than the the pastor if he would just preach under forty leader. minutes. the you leader. Know? Yeah, 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 no,
0: and being in anything that resembles what a reformed church at all, forty minutes does not happen. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is 40, 50 plus. Uh, then, yeah. That's yeah. why we're Reformed Light,
1: because I keep yeah. it under 40. Dude, but, that's um, why.
0: You know. Okay, that's why you're Reformed Light. Okay, makes we're sense. We're Reformed yeah. Light like,
1: uh, I don't know, uh, maybe you've heard of a guy named Tim Keller, preaches oh, under 40. Oh, once, you know? yeah,
0: once in a while I've heard of his name. Yeah. I've heard the name dropped once in a while, yeah. All right, Reformed Light. I'm going with that one. That's hashtag Reform Light. Nice. I like that a lot. So, Ronnie, when. You know, talking about the encouragement and the joy and the accountability that comes from uh, serving in church. Some of the greatest, uh, greatest moments of joy for me, especially serving mm. in church, is seeing the other saints who are serving selflessly, yeah. who give of their time, their treasure, their talents, and just give of themselves with no room in their minds for how this is making them look or what they can get out of it. It's those Christians that just man like i want to be like them like ultimately yes we want to be like jesus but he gives us people that we look at they're like you know i want to be like that person um the question is one who are those christians for you that that inspire you know whether it's people that are in your church right now uh, or people that you've read or listened to whatever the case who are those christians for you and what are the traits that they possess that really spur you on to want to follow christ harder and faster than you do now
1: well i think it's what you i think you just described it you know um it's it's it, it's these what i like to call like these behind the scene people that mm-hmm. just you know man they just um you know they you can you can sense this joy that they have in serving yeah um you you don't even you hear about ways that they serve that you didn't even realize they were serving I know yeah you (laughs) know especially if it's stuff that's more like oh did you know that so-and-so has been meeting with so-and-so for the last six months they meet every Monday at this coffee shop at 6 a.m before they go to work and they've been going through this particular book and praying together it's like I didn't even know that I mean that's so encouraging because you know we don't have a program for that that this right. this brother or this sister just took it upon themselves because they they have a love for other people in our church family or or, or their yeah. neighbors or beyond and um but I but I think it really it's it's something that's catching in a congregation isn't it? when you mm. when you find out that people are serving and they're not doing it um in an obligatory way yeah and they they really are doing it because they they really find their joy in that and there's yeah. something that really just sticks out about that even when they do it in a way to be as unnoticed as possible and it's always it always just kind of floors you i think you know yeah inspires you
0: well it does and and i think you nailed it it is it is catchy right and yeah. i mean all of those people that you see that you admire that are serving have been served at a time in their life. Yeah. Right? They've a had a model. They've had it modeled for them. Yeah, right. And it's just kind of this, I think, I think a culture of uh, discipleship is something that's kind of lost perhaps in, in a lot of our church culture today, yeah. you know, kind of the young, the, the older discipling, the younger and being an example and come alongside yeah. them and showing them the ways of the faith. Right. And I think we see that is exactly what you're talking about. It's a form of discipleship. Right. Absolutely. And when people are serving and giving of themselves, that's, that is inspiring. It's inspiring to me to be like, you know what? I need to put myself away. I need to put away my arrogance and my pride and my mm. desire to be seen and be okay with coming in on Friday night when nobody's there and cleaning the bathrooms.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Right?
0: So that they can be yeah. clean for the people that are coming in on Sunday morning. Yeah. Right? And I want to get to a point, and I have had that in my life, and I want it more to where I have a joy to do that. I have a desire to do that. Right. And, and that's hard for so many people, me included. But I think yeah, those people too. that we're talking about that, yeah. that we see that uh, that have that joy and have that love and be like, yeah, give me give me the toilet brush. I'm going to go in there and clean <sighs> this because it's an opportunity to serve the church. Right. And it's just it's mind blowing when I see that. And yeah, I, I no absolutely job. love it. There's nothing better. Yeah, Amen. Um, all right. So, Ronnie, coming into uh, you've been you've been in ministry a long time. Right. And anybody who's been in ministry for really any amount of time has those stories. Right. They have those unforgettable moments. They have the (laughs) the the hilarious incidents that happen um, that that we can't talk about at all unless you're being asked about it on a podcast. Right. Um, So my question to you is one of what is one of the most funniest or most unforgettable church experiences you have ever had?
1: Oh man, whenever, gosh, Josh, whenever somebody asks me that, I blank out. It's not a favorite question. (laughs) No, I would love, I just, you know what I need to have? I need to have kind of my stock answer of like the craziest church experience I've ever had. Has anybody
0: gotten up in church, like in the middle of service, started like yelling
1: at you? Here's one uh, for you. Here's one for you. No, Nothing that great. I'm always waiting for that one. Well, here's, here's something crazy. So I was in a, this was at another church I was at back in the day on staff at, and uh, this, this, uh, I'm, you know this uh this was an older church mm-hmm. so they had a wait for it decorating committee Oh, sweet doilies yeah. it was all doilies and yes. uh yeah it was all it was the doily committee and pin art yeah oh man yeah oh, on a good yeah. day and on uh a good day <laughs> so the two the two women that led this no surprise <laughs> were i think 80 and 83 years it, oh, old at least yeah, one at of them least. was named doris Right, they were yep. probably 90 and they were yeah. lying and saying they were 80 because they wanted to be younger. Doris um, and Adeline. Yep, yep. Yeah, <laughs> basically, in everyone's yeah, church. Yeah. You yeah. know what? I, I'm not going to say the names, but you're so spot on, dude, that it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we can almost just say yeah. those were the names yeah, that's, right that's we're just going to go with that the names have may or may not have been changed to protect the innocent <laughs> totally so um so they they did this thing where they they would put out these really bad like vinyl flowers all over the stage
0: oh the fake flowers yeah yeah
1: and um yeah. you know what hey you know they probably make some really nice fake flowers these days except these ones sure. were made like back in 1968. Yeah, so they right. they weren't probably more the modern ones that like look exactly like real flowers now, right? They've, yeah, yeah. So th- this thing was so out of control, and we're trying mm-hmm. to you know we're we're trying to you know they, they you know they sort of uh, they sort of tasked me to to modernize the the sanctuary. You okay know, you know go minimal on some things and it's like so please
0: I, make it look like we're not having a funeral every sunday uh, literally right? you, you could not have said it better right <laughs> okay so at some
1: point um man they have just like roomfuls of these flowers it is like a oh, mortuary yeah. in the behind the stage you know yeah, yeah and um so i said hey i go so we're gonna have to knock out those flowers no more, no more flowers we can yeah. have like we can have like like living flowers if somebody wants to bring in like a, you know a yeah, big vase and or water something them beautiful every day, and water them. Right, yeah for yeah, sure right. i said I, nobody's opposed to that I go but all these fake flowers I go it's it's out of control so um, so I I, you know I basically put out the word and then they call a meeting Doris and what was the other name you had for Adeline Adeline so yeah Doris and Adeline so I sit down I have the executive pastor with me in the meeting because I don't know why he's there but I'm thinking if he's there you you need him something's not good something's
0: about to go down so (laughs)
1: this woman she goes she goes, um, and again, you know, I'm not even that young, but she's looking at me like I'm 16 years young old, right? Young, ripper snapper,
0: yeah. moving our flowers.
1: Exactly. And she looks at me, and she she goes, listen, she goes, if you're smart, Ronnie, how did she phrase it? She said, if, if you're smart, you're going to recognize that uh, some of the older people in this congregation, and she started doing that thing with her fingers, like like the hip-hop move, like with the cash. She says, oh. you know, we're we're... She goes. We're the ones that are. <laughs> we're the ones that are like. Giving, we're the ones that are like paying the salaries and like you know putting the cash in the. In the oh my in goodness! The, in the basket on Sundays, you know, she like she just that. pulled a mob boss on me. She pulled a mob boss money finger, you know, kind of move on Ooh. me, and I'm looking at her, and she's literally saying this and doing like it's unbelievable that she's she's doing the thing with her fingers, and she's saying the like, hey, Sonny. Like, you better watch what you're saying because we're the ones that are, like, contributing all the funding to this church. And I'm Holy looking so over much. at the XP, right? And I'm waiting for this guy to speak up and go, oh, no, 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 no. We don't operate like that. And he's silent, man. He's just sitting there quiet. He's, he's no making, backup. No backup. Zero backup. So I'm looking at her. I'm looking at him. And I'm, I'm kind of new. I haven't been there that long. And I'm yeah. like, oh, what do I do with this? So I look at him. He's still not saying anything. I look at Money Fingers. She's still making the thing, the, doing the gesture. F- money Fingers Adeline. Yeah, Money Fingers Adeline. It's her mob name. And I said, I said you know what? I go, I go, if you think by doing that thing with your fingers and the money is actually ever going to change anybody's opinion on staff on how we're going to move forward with things that we want to move forward, I go, you are, I think you're sadly mistaken. <laughs> and I look <laughs> please please tell me you said those
0: exact yes.
1: words pretty <laughs> close and I look over I look, over, I look over at XP and he, yeah. there's just fear in his eyes <laughs> at that point like
0: i'm going to get a, i'm going to get a horse head with flowers in my bed tonight i mean pretty much
1: and then but now i'm thinking okay you just said the wrong thing to her which was the right thing i think yeah. but now you're going to you're going to get the wrath of the xp because he's going to be like dude you know no they really do pay a lot of our, you know yeah. they really you and i so, are out of a job yeah, yeah pretty much so so anyway so they leave and i look over at xp and i'm like hey i'm like by the way uh thank you. And by thank you, I mean, no, thank you for all the show for for the big show of support there, pal, you know, and, um,
0: butter knees. And I said, I
1: said, I said, let me, and I said, let me just jump the gun here. You're, you're upset that I like confronted her. And I said, no, you can't do money fingers with us. That's never going to work. He's all, he's all, no, I totally agree. And I said, well, thanks for speaking up then, man in agreement. a Thank you. I
0: thought I just thought you were doing fine. I didn't I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, I uh, you know, suffice
1: <laughs> to say I wasn't wasn't there very long. So Oh my yeah.
0: goodness gracious. That's awesome. Money That's fingers, Josh. Money, That's all you have to remember. Money fingers, baby. Yeah. That's that money fingers make the church world go round. <laughs> that is for sure. Don't don't make Doris mad. Yeah.
1: Pretty much.
0: Uh oh man. Okay. Well, Ronnie, we have uh come almost to the end of the podcast, but it is time now for the Monday hot takes. And this is when I ask you a whole bunch of random questions and you give me the first thing that pops into your head. You ready for these? I think so. (laughs) Okay, sounds good. All right. And I have, just so you know, I want you to know, because I am a fan of this other podcast uh, that you are on. Okay. I have taken out all of what is your favorite questions just for (laughs) you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I blank out? Yeah, well, yeah. No, because I remember you specifically saying I hate what is your favorite questions? Well <laughs> no, I just,
1: I just, I, it's not that I hate them. I, I just get tongue tied. I don't know what okay. it is. I, okay, okay. So yeah. we're gonna try to make it
0: more like present experiential questions. Okay, sure. Whatever we're, you want, I'm oh. open to anything.
1: Then. <laughs> okay, roll we'll, with what you. Roll with we'll what go you with have.
0: it. We'll go with it. Okay. Um, let's see. What is one band or musical artist you are really enjoying right now?
1: I mean, that's essentially a favorite question, Josh. Just, no,
0: just no, 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 it's current, current. What are you listening to right now?
1: <laughs> uh, right now in my player um, is a band called Zeno and Oaklander. They're just like this real indie, okay. nobody's ever heard of them, electronic duo. Okay, all so right. So there you no, go. That works. That's where Pretent- I guarantee somebody's heard of them. Pretentious. pretentious. Yeah, <laughs> very,
0: very hip stuff. So. and pretentious. That's okay. When someone finds out what you do, and I mean what you do being a pastor, what's the first question they always ask you? Uh,
1: oh, that's cool. (laughs) And then the conversation ends, right? And then it's, please, can we talk about anything else I'm afraid? Anything
0: other than what I just, yeah, exactly. All righty. All right, Ronnie, what is the worst genre of music?
1: Oh, man. Um for me it's easily uh probably uh probably country yes
0: thank yeah. you so much I, um okay what wastes the most time in your day po- podcast interviews <laughs>
1: <laughs> um probably meetings even though they're uh, they have to happen and you do sure. them but sure. sometimes you you just think oh boy yeah. yeah,
0: all of those decorator committee meetings. Right? <laughs> yeah, luckily yeah. we don't have committees. <laughs> yeah. I was able, yeah. when oh, you yeah. plant After your own church, you I can forgot. say, you're hey, not so Baptist.
1: <laughs> let, let me put this into our bylaws. We will never have a committee. Yes, so, you
0: know, good bylaws. So. Let's all sign off on that right now. Um, okay, what is one thing that you resent paying for the most?
1: Oh man, that's such a great question. It's so funny, isn't it? Because I know you want one word to answer, sorry. But, um, no,
0: no, 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 you're fine. It's,
1: uh, it's funny because there are some things you pay more for that you don't care about. And yeah. there's some things you pay less for that for some reason, it, it doesn't make any logical sense. It just drives you up the wall. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? I shouldn't it, have to pay for this. Yeah, it does Well, Well, so so the I shouldn't have to pay for it, Like, car registration just feels nuts to me. Yeah. But I'll tell you, since moving to Ohio, I actually don't mind it. Because in California, it was $400 per car. And uh, when I lived there, I, I was born and raised there. And then uh, in Ohio, it's 40 bucks, So I almost Ooh. feel like it's free here now. Yeah, right. So, That's right. It's all perspective. It's right? all perspective. So Come I mean, on. I literally I pay that forty dollars and I'm almost happy because yeah, I still like, remember paying four hundred dollars. Take my money. Take literally, my money. I feel like yes. man, it's just free. Why are you even charging the forty right, dollars? It's yeah. so free. Might as well. <laughs> I'm gonna go out to eat
0: after this. Exactly, this I'm like I'm
1: 360 dollars up every time I pay registration. That's right. You know,
0: that's right. That's right. Well, and and that's interesting because whenever I get a gift card for anything, right? My wife's mentality is all right. You have 50 bucks to spend on something. My mentality is no, no, no. I have 50 dollars off something. <laughs>
1: Well, here's, okay, so on that, this is what cracks me up since yeah, you yeah, just yeah. started it. Yeah, it's really it. funny when, like, you go someplace and they, they that you see, like, you, you go to buy something and they tell you, like, what you're saving. It's like, I'm not saving. Like, like I'm, that's I'm, not money that's going into my savings <laughs> account. It's like, do I get that in cash back? Like, right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not, you're, I'm not technically saving a dime. I'm, this is just what I'm spending to buy this. But I'm not saving, like, $150. No,
0: <laughs> no. Like no, when you buy a car. No, oh, you, no you're you saving
1: $3,000. No, no, I'm really not.
0: And if I am, I just lost it by driving it off the lot.
1: <laughs> Correct. <laughs>
0: it's gone. Correct. Uh, all right. All right, Ronnie, weird question. If you were a professional wrestler, what would your entrance theme song be?
1: Oh, man. You know what I always love? It's, um. you see it on a lot of uh, movie trailers now where, I think I've talked about it on The Rat, where, like... It, it's just this thing that goes. It's it,
0: it's the Christopher Nolan yeah it's the Christopher Nolan trailer sound. But there's so
1: yeah. many trailers now that yes. do that when they're trying to build tension because it's like a, a real like dramatic suspenseful kind of film. That's right. So I just would right. that'll be the one for when I go up and do my wrestling gig. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. It's just it's just just earth shattering bass. It's just it's like
1: so much tension. Like oh my gosh, who is getting ready to walk up? You know. That's right. That's, That's what I want to walk up to do preach a sermon. With, Dude,
0: um, yes, yo yeah. man, that's great. It's if like, we were you, one we're, of those churches, like hard, yes. If you were one of those if we were churches.
1: Stephen Furtick, I would. I literally, I would walk up. I'd walk up every. <laughs> he's a Baptist, by the way. I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, we would,
0: sure. Yeah, we would.
1: Uh, we would walk walk up every Sunday with that thing in the background.
0: Dude, yes, like and then just like sprawl out on a futon and be like today we are talking about (laughs) holding my mic (laughs) holding your mic (laughs) in your nice shoes okay moving on
1: uh let's see (laughs) um all right coffee or tea uh coffee in the morning tea in the afternoon
0: oh both okay all right all right what fashion trend needs to be brought back
1: oh dude um i mean everything has been brought back Uh, you know i would say parachute
0: um, pants have not yet
1: you know what? That's actually I'm holding, really.
0: I'm holding out for. Both. That's
1: a good point. I think I think hip hop community has kind of like done that a little bit more, but um. Have they? Uh, okay. Have they?
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean, I haven't seen the full blown like MC Hammer parachute.
1: Pads. I'm trying to think of what I'm I used to, to wear, wear that I want to wear <laughs> that I'm not able to wear, and the problem is, is I'm literally wearing the same thing as I was when I was 15. I'm wearing that's, Levi's. I'm wearing that's Chuck Taylor's. Amazing. And I'm wearing a hoodie. And it's like that's just what I used to it's wear. Like, no, you know? this is
0: good. Nothing needs to come back. I mean, it's just
1: it's just like I yeah, it's always in style. So I Yeah, that one's too hard for me to answer, man. I don't know. Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. All right. All right,
0: what does your perfect breakfast look like?
1: I mean, a big beautiful beautiful stack of pancakes. Oh, my man. I mean, just with butter and syrup. I always I always tell my wife like, "Man, if I and I, I'm not putting this on her, but I said, like, if I just woke up every morning and the smell of that was in the house, I would never be tired in the morning. I would pop yeah. out of bed just literally it's happy joyous. and just full of life and ready to take on whatever was in right. front of bring me. Bring on
0: the bring on the decoration committee meetings. I I, I, I could do pancakes. a de- I could do a deck a right, deck right.
1: committee meeting every day.
0: Bring on, Money finger door Dolores. Like I have, I
1: have been set up. Like I'm ready to go. <laughs> we are. I mean, cold. I'm feeling really full, and I'm technically feeling sick to my stomach, and I, I need a nap. But, but, but,
0: I'm, under- in no <laughs> but no I'm in no pain. But I'm in no pain. Right. I feel moderately <laughs>
1: well, and mildly happy.
0: That's right. That's right. Okay. So we have a we have a listener question. I'm supposed to get a firm commit release date on a new Foxglove Hunt album.
1: Oh. <laughs> Well, um, that's <laughs> I interesting. You, I
0: don't know what you want to tell him. Well, he's uh, listening.
1: Me, tell him. Shut him down. Shut no, him down. No, please. no, no. Name. Shut him down. So Rob Witham, who's the other, the other my bandmate in the Foxglove, yeah, uh, yeah, we've yeah. we've recently in the past six months been talking about a time to come together and uh, record a new album there you go so it could happen it's been a while it, could, it happen. could happen yeah it is in
0: it is in discussion phase it's in discussion phase excellent yeah. excellent okay all right all right ronnie if you could dis invent one thing what would it be
1: high-fiving <laughs> high-fiving makes me ashamed high-fiving. to be a man <laughs> like when dudes do it super hard oh, like so okay. hard where you can hear the clapping sound like a mile away I mean, that is a use of testosterone that I wish would die. It's always followed up with them calling you brother, or- <laughs> bro, or bro, yeah. It's brother, like, dude, dude. Yeah, I just five, man, that that man, that masculine, painful. Let's, like, prove our manhood by hitting each other on the hand as hard as we well, can. Well, it's the uh,
0: high-five, clinch in, arm around the back, and then slap your back, like, three times as hard as possible.
1: It's very uh, right? it's, it's very exclusionary. So when somebody high-fives, <laughs> it usually means that they're a part of something they accomplished that right. you It's like, put, a, it's that you like what a team does, right? Yes. Yeah, and right. I hate teams, so that's my problem. <laughs> that's right. You know. You I'm an individual teams. sport guy. I'm an American. That's right. That's I'm a westernized that's individual right. that... Likes individual sports.
0: All right. Uh, One fast food chain has to close. Go. Uh,
1: Well, for me, uh, it would probably just be McDonald's because I literally never go there. And I'm not saying it's because it's not delicious. I just don't ever go there. I thought yeah. you
0: had like the the tradition, like the, the 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 on Thanksgiving morning or Christmas morning, like the one McDonald's. We sandwich. do. It is tradition for us to
1: yeah, it is tradition for us to go to McDonald's and do that. So let me take that back. It's that's that's a good that's good insight, man. I'm just looking um, out for your wife, man. No, I appreciate I mean, that. that. And doing. She would be yeah. really depressed about that. That is the one time we do go to McDonald's. And that's there true. You go. There uh, you I'm go. trying to think of a chain that I don't really ever go to. You know what? Arby's. I never. I I don't think I've ever eaten at Arby's. Literally, maybe ever in my life.
0: That's a popular one. I've gotten that that and burger. King seem to be the winners, on this but
1: you podcast. know what though? Um, a, a Whopper is a is a heck of a burger, though. I would argue that it's know? kind of
0: the quintessential like it's, like it's a 80s, good nineties burger. It's a good like burger really for
1: a fast food burger. It's mm-hmm. legit. Experiment. It feels it feels like they they it feels like they care about the meat a little bit more at, right. at BK. <laughs> they
0: care about the meat a little bit. You know, more. it's a decent burger. I'm it's not going to lie. Mister, you know? no, I hear you. Okay, what in what situation or place would you find yourself most out of place in?
1: Gosh, I shouldn't even say this in the circles I'm in, but I'm going to. But you know, finishing up a degree at Trinity right now, and I, you know, okay. I had to, I've had to spend time on campus. Sure. And I, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm the least frat boy.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> oriented person that i've ever met in my life okay and so when i'm not, in, not
0: going to many for frat parties that's not yeah a good thing, when right? i when
1: i'm in a when i'm in any campus situation i always feel like oh you were not made for this ronnie martin i always just feel like, like there's this there's this there's this weird kind of cultural thing with guys whose lives are really formed by that that i feel like never they never can kind of like Ever get rid of it, and so when I'm around dudes that were really formed by that, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Sorry no, if that's I, yeah. you, Josh. I don't. I, you know. It's not me at all. I don't but, know you all enough to even know that. But.
0: No, unfortunately, they all go become pastors. Is yeah. the problem? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they all moved to the Seattle area. They all moved to the
0: Seattle area.
1: Right. <laughs> it's
0: the frack. They move yeah.
1: to Seattle area, their name's Mark and they become pastors. I understand. Your <laughs>
0: name is Mark. Yes, yeah. that's right. I get it. Oh, all the marks out there. Come on, people. Um, okay. <clears throat> you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but but I'd like to know what is your personal favorite? Joy Electric
1: album. Oh yeah. Yeah, I really liked what I did on this album we did called The Ministry of Archers back in two thousand five, yes. I think. I really I, I was really able to if I, if I could look at an album and say, hey did you did you kind of accomplish what you were aiming at what was in your mind with that particular record that record is probably the record where I can say kind yeah, of I kind of did yeah. yeah
0: yeah, that's awesome. well, I have to say my my favorite album of yours is the otherly Opus
1: oh wow, love okay. it I love well, it thank and you. the thank uh, you for um, that. I like that uh, record, too. But.
0: Ushering into uh, the Magical Area is the best, the best track
1: on that album. Oh, wow. It's so good. I well, love that's it. Nice. I love that's nice. Yeah. That's nice, man. <laughs> not lot, I've not heard a lot of people say the title of that song over the years, so that's yeah, props no, to you, man. It's
0: good stuff. Yeah, it's props good stuff. To you. Well, Ronnie, we, we have come to the end of the podcast, my friend. It's been a
1: joy having you on. Likewise. I really thank appreciate Thank you it. for having me, man. It's been, been really fun talking to you. Thanks for giving me the time
0: all right well hey everyone you know what you guys can do you can head on over to itunes and leave a uh, raving review for us we really appreciate that you don't have to but we appreciate it and you can subscribe to this podcast on itunes google music youtube spotify stitcher wherever you find your podcast we are there head on over to facebook.com slash everyday a monday podcast instagram at everyday a monday pod thank you all for joining us in the trenches today and we will catch you on the next step of Everyday a monday